season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. It's Pat and JT on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You've sent me so many DMs on Twitter the last couple of days. My, I get an email notification every time I get a DM, and it's like, pfft, like, oh god, what broke? What news broke? What has she discovered? <laughs> or what rando? story <laughs> yeah i know i know it's just like oh my god did you see this oh my god did you see that and i'm like ah. i have to i have to it's it's not that i i censor anybody it's that i there's some people that just aren't ready to see some of the shit that i send right so i'm yeah <laughs> yeah so i think I, i'll send it to anybody but i just don't want to hurt anyone <laughs> yeah, you don't fly into anybody's dms with this stuff but you just don't they have to be ready for it and prepared it's a lot Maybe some kind of a, a trigger warning, I guess. Or yeah. Something. I'm not sure. <laughs> so it's a lot. Uh, congratulations, LSU. They won the series. Did not think that was going to happen after the beating they took the night before. I, I am. Okay, here's a theory. I thought this is rather interesting. My dad had this theory. We were talking about this because he's like, okay. He says, just, okay, just bear with me here. He says, what do you think? Because we were kind of talking about, he and mom watch every game, you know, right? And, and, uh, I said, so what do you think? Do you think Ellis, you can, you know, recover or yeah. Can they, can they recover? I mean, what a beat down, you know, it's like that that's hard, you know, and I can't imagine just a standalone game and having, and maybe having a double header and trying to come back from it, let alone the championship game, the final game, college world series, international audience, you know, blah. yeah. Um, and he says, okay, bear with me here. He says, just, do you think it's possible? And he knows the names of the coaches. He knew, you know, who what players did. He has all of it, it registered. And, and so he's throwing out names that I figured out who they were. But anyway, that the coach intentionally cleared the bench, so to speak, and put in, so everybody got to play in the College World Series championship games, giving his starters a rest in that second game. The day before, okay, the game before. Because he knew. He knew he had the firepower for game three. And so do you not throw the game, but you give everybody a chance to play? And that's what he did. He, he cleared the belt, let everybody play. He's just asking. He's just, he's, he's just asking. He's just saying, cause you know, there were some names that he didn't recognize or uh-huh. that got to play. And, and he says, is it possible? Sure. You know, cause like remember Nebraska, you know, we, back in the day, you know, we'd have, you know, they, they'd go ahead and throw everybody in for a couple of quarters and then maybe have to bring some people back to, to you know, to write the ship a little bit, you know, but, but everybody gets a chance to get in the game. That makes sense. I could see that. And then knew that they were going to come back with all barrels, you know, both barrels loaded, so to speak. And, and, and everybody's rested. Especially when you're starter. down by 10 or more then you're like, okay, we're probably not coming back in the next four innings. So let's get the other guys in there, get them and rest my starters. I'd be interested to see the roster. I'd be interested. I don't know one name for another, maybe somebody who knows more about this than me, but I would think that, I would think that most people that are watching that would have suspected. And I don't know what the chatter has been like on the sports stations, but I'm thinking, honestly, that'd be brilliant. Because then everybody gets to play in a championship game. Um, and you get to come back with your starters rested for that final game. Yeah. Smart. Like, I kind of like that. Uh-huh. I'm not not, not bad. See, this is where you get your conspiracy. You got your conspiracy stuff from your dad because your dad's coming up with these little, what if some people are, <laughs> did your dad start off with, some people say yeah. that, 
Or I've heard could it people, be possible. Could it be possible? I'm just saying, just a rumor. I've heard spitballing. Uh huh. Just yeah. yeah. So I see thinking, thinking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so along with that though, that gave us one more day of Jello shot buying, which went insane. Um, they had a new record. Rally shots were on sale for LSU. <laughs> Rally shots. And a gentleman by the name of Gordon McKernan, he's an owner and the attorney at Gordon McKernan, Gordon McKernan Injury Attorneys. And I dabble in sports a bit, it says. I don't know where from. Is he from here? I don't think that, he that doesn't sound familiar. I bet he's from uh, Louisiana. I'm going to bet so, too, because he bought 8,888 rally shots at Rocco's. Jeez. 8,800. And, and they have a picture of the receipt. <laughs> Which is the funny part is, is it starts off 100 shots, $500, 100 shots, $500, 100. He's got 8,888, right? <laughs> so this is long receipt. This is like a, this is like a, what a CVS receipt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, like it's 9 million feet long, but it all is product. 59 shots, $295, 100 shots, 100 shots, 100 shots. And then it skips over to 600 shots for some. <laughs> and like we said yesterday, a lot of the people that buy a bulk shots just pass them out and give them to people. So uh, there were free they shots do. around. And then, and then this is all on his one receipt to try and pay. And so why? I don't know. Could they not put in 8,888 shots? I, that might have been pinged by like the security because, service, whatever, at the, at the credit card. It, it possibly, or it could be the way they were packaged too. Like they're a yeah. hundred, 100 in a pallet. So why wouldn't, if you're why, next year, I'm just going to go sit at Rocco's and get drunk on free shots. Just sit there. They do. They just pass them around. Everybody, they pay for them, but, and it is for charity. So they donated last year over 40 grand from Rocco's. So I'm, I'm sure there's a way that if you go in and say, I want to pay for $50,000 worth of jello shots. Where's my paperwork? I need a receipt. That they have a way to take care of that. I'm sure. Somehow. That's a, it's insane but, money. Because what's the total? Crazy? Have they given a total of money? I don't see. The last total I saw was yesterday afternoon, before the, right before the game. And it was at 65000 for LSU. So they, I think he wanted to push them over 100 was what he was trying to do. That's crazy. So they were over 100,000 shots. That's insane. And the next closest was at that time, 70, like 7,600. And that was Wake Forest. No, 8,000. TCU had 8,000 at the time. <laughs> so. Oh, I got, I, I found a sports Nebraska. Yeah. Shows. Um, of course you got, it's one of those stupid stories you got to click through and it's a little, <sighs> I hate those things. Um, according to the picture. Um, that's an old picture. Why tell me you have a total and then you no. show old, like it's the chronological order of these pictures. I don't care about the chronological order. I don't order. care. I the last want... post I see on the CWS Jello Shot Challenge on Twitter was from 537 last night. Okay. This one, uh, I this one, she said, yeah, shows 64,808 for LSU. But I don't know what yep. that, there's no timestamp. There's nothing. So maybe that is the, the final. That's that picture from yeah. right before the game last night. So, you know, there might've been a few more during the game, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. That's crazy. Genius. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great way to make money. He's fundraising within 10 days and, and making so much money. Um, and it's it stays local, too. He's donating to local charities, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. That's really, that's neat. So, fun. It is But fun. congrats to, I think it said that LSU also became the first school to win a national championship in baseball and basketball in the same year. 
the women's team. Won oh, the yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they're uh, they're doing pretty good. I think didn't a few years ago, might be maybe 10 years ago, that UConn won it in basketball, women's and men's basketball the same year. That feels like, that feels right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That feels right. So anyway, so uh, another story we didn't get to earlier this week, and I didn't know there was a beef between Nutmeg and T-Swizz. Um, but apparently, not too long ago, there are reports out there that Megan wrote a personal letter. Megan Markle, by the way, is our Nutmeg and Taylor Swift. Um, I don't mean to talk all street on y'all. Um, I know but- what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I, I was taking uh, Malia and Amanda to the airport last week after the show on Friday mm-hmm. and we get in and on my XM Taylor Swift was on and Malia like she goes, are you a uh, Swifty? I said, yeah, of course. She goes, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> it, it, do I just, it, it, what is you it? You didn't show her your tramp stamp, did you? I did not. Oh, I did. I did. My, <laughs> my tramp stamp on my arm, my arm stamp. Yeah, I did actually. I forgot. Um, so anyway, so uh, Meghan Markle wrote a personal letter asking Taylor Swift to appear on the Archetypes show, her, her podcast, and apparently Taylor Swift declined. Oh, well. The way the article reads that Taylor snubbed the invitation to appear on the Duchess's podcast, and the couple left Netflix and Spotify executives underwhelmed overall by their lack of productivity. So she was trying to bring in some heavy hitters. And no, <laughs> I mean, you'll go for um, Taylor Swift is in the middle of a humongous once in a lifetime tour. Do you think I'm sure she turns down everybody now doing any I kind wonder, of press? It's like, why even why shoot for the stars? You know, it's like somebody, you, you know, you're going to get turned down. You want to get turned down to make a thing out of it. So you ask yeah. Taylor Swift and then you can start a beef and get more press. And I don't know when she sent her this, but this story just came out like a week ago. So I'm not sure when this invitation was sent. Um, and I don't know when she stopped production, too. I'm not really sure. Um, it's alleged Megan wrote a personal letter to Taylor Swift asking her to appear. The singer declined through a representative. So she didn't even respond herself <laughs> to the personal invite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> we'll if, just leave it at that. If we had a dollar for every time we got turned down to ask for, for an interview from somebody, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be here. We'd be on our beach by a on our own island by a representative, by a, ki- a representative's kid. Yeah. Right. Like three layers of denial. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Uh-huh. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> Beat me down. I'm fine. We'll come back. We don't care. <laughs> we have no shame. We don't. <laughs> you got to just like, right. Just stay on them. Just keep squeaky wheel, man. That's why I got you Beth did. to marry me. You just keep asking and asking and asking. Finally, it's like, oh my God. Yes. God, go away. Fine. Okay, yes. Just stop asking me. Put a ring on it. That's fine. God. Um, so with that, before we move on, we have a special guest joining us today. And um, before we get to that real quick, uh, not even real quick, we just want to make sure we always make time for Centrist Federal Credit Union for being the sponsor for our podcast and being our partner in the last couple of years, which has been phenomenal. Um, they're there for you. They're, and they're right here in town. And I know, yeah, other banks can say that kind of sort of thing. But the bank, literally, the bank is here. This, mm-hmm. is, this is what their hometown is. It's not like they just have an office here, right? right. Um, so check out their website. they got some great savings products on there. There's something for everybody. Not everybody's situation is the same, and they get it. And you're at different stages in your financial life as well. And they understand that. But they've got some great information on their website. And, of course, you can always stop in and say hi. 
Just Google Centris near me and you'll find where they are. Go to centrisfcu.org or 402-334-7000. So now it's time for our special guest. And the reason why we have a special guest today is because there was a, an article that came out, something that, you know, techie stuff, right? And if you're an Apple person, you may already know this, but the latest Apple update actually, uh, I guess really it, it talks about or it, it recognizes screen time as an issue. And talked about some things to do with eyeballs. And, and since a lot of our audience, we got lots of moms and grandparents and, and ex, you know, with kids uh, talking about screen time has always been an issue. Um, but we thought, well, who better to go to than somebody with Coogler Vision? Because Coogler Vision is our big sponsor for all of our live events. And one of their partner companies is Modern Vision Solutions, also known as MVS. And Dr. Anderson with us today. Hi, Dr. Hi. 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 And and actually, you were out with us at the live event on the, was. On the second just last week. That was awesome. Thank you. Yes, for it that. was so much fun. <laughs> Cam was pretty nice, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. loves Cam. <laughs> All right. So we thought, you know what? That's kind of interesting that Apple actually addressed the the eye thing because it's kind of like they've created the problem. Now they need to figure out how to address the problem. So. Can you kind of tell us what's going on and, and what myopia is, which is particularly what they were talking about? Yeah. So um, iOS 17 is what's coming out. That's going to be the new update, I believe, in September, um, along with like, you know, a bunch of their products, new watches, new phones and things like that. Um, and they are addressing a few things. So it's kind of cool. They're trying to address some mental health stuff, um, but they also made vision a huge part of it too, which is kind of cool as eye care providers to see them putting an emphasis on that. So um, there's a couple things. So in their watch, um, they have this ambient light sensor that can actually tell you um, how much time your kid or yourself spent outside um, rather than like, you know, indoors under fluorescent lighting. So somehow it's able to tell. Um, vitamin then, D information. <laughs> right? I know it's crazy. And then on the iPad and I believe on the iPhone as well, they have a feature that um, deals with screen distance. So Basically, I believe their their measurement is 12 inches. So if your child, which almost every kid has an iPad now, um, but if they are holding their iPad closer to their closer than 12 inches to their face for an extended period of time, it'll actually stop what they're looking at and tell them like, hey, you need to take a break. You need to go outside or like wow. push your screen further out. 12 inches is close. Like that's I mean, that's about, it is really that's, close. That is super close. That's like that's. I would think pretty easy to not be closer than 12 inches. Uh -huh. But a lot of kids do that. Right. Think about just like TVs, like back in the day when uh -huh. you, know, you had your TVs and the kids would sit right in front of the television. Yes, right in front of it. So it's like, I mean, yeah, every kid that it, like if you walk through an airport and you see kids with their little iPads, they mm -hmm. hold it so close. Um, so that kind of leads into myopia, um, which is what they're trying to address. So myopia is just the fancy word for nearsightedness. So it's someone that, you know, 
they look across a football field or something like that and they can't see the scoreboard or they can't see the the board um, at school, but they can see things very close up without their glasses. Um, and we, we know now that kids that are nearsighted tend to become more nearsighted. And there's a couple factors that drive that. And um, one of them, well, two of them are what Apple is addressing. So one of them is the amount of screen time that they're doing and how close it is can make it worse. And then also not spending enough time outside in natural light. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Now I'm I'm guessing that for the, for the adults in the room, there are parental controls that you can turn it off so you don't get scolded while you're looking at your own phone. (laughs) Exactly. Cause we're all (laughs) culprits too. I've seen, I've seen the people like on the street and their, their phone is like this and they're like, they're doing something Mm -hmm. they've got it so close to their face and they're Mm -hmm. walking and they're just, Oh my gosh, so close to their face. But at that point, maybe they're maybe they're just lost causes at that point. Or, or, do, or they, the children. they just need to do <laughs> like what you do and a couple of the people on the office, their fonts about font 72. So yeah. you have to swipe what? through a one page. Mine is not font 72. Who's, I not. thought yours was. I thought you could read you we could read your text from across the conference room. Across the room? Yeah. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> You're my the phone. person that like on an airplane, the person next to you is totally reading your conversation. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> My, re- my readers are 0.5. The emojis are like golf balls. Is, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this, so this is really targeted at kids because it, it is something that can get worse. It is. As you, get in, as you get older, right? Like if you're an adult and you already, you probably already have had some corrective, whether it's glasses or contacts, yeah. right? Yeah. So nearsightedness or myopia tends to, we tend to find it around the age of like five or six. So that's like kindergarten, just entering school. Um, and then it tends to progress up until, you know, around like the age of maturity. So like 16 to 18 ish is when we start to see things stabilize. Hmm. So as an adult, you're, you should be pretty stable. Um, but it's kind of cool because the, I think a lot of parents are giving their kids Apple watches now just to be able to like call them or locate their location and stuff like that. So it was attached to them, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) They're just starting them young with the technology, but they, they make it so that you can like share a family account. So then it'll send the parent a report about like how much time they spent outside or the screen time reports, Mm -hmm. um, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super helpful. Super helpful. Well, okay. So tell a little bit more about what you guys do being partners with Kugler vision too. Yeah. So we modern vision solutions is kind of a branch off of Kugler vision. Um, so Kugler vision, they, they're great. They've been around in the Omaha area for a long time now. Um, and they are like at the top of their field for vision correction. So LASIK, um, getting people out of glasses and contacts. And I think that, they, when they started to become more well-known, they realized that there was, um, there were certain things that they were not providing people that they could. Um, 
And so they had this dream of modern vision solutions that can kind of fill in the gaps. So we do glasses and contacts. Um, We also do some specialty contact lenses for people that can't have vision correction for, you know, certain eye conditions. And then we also do, um, we focus heavily on what's called myopia control. So this is for these kids that we see where their prescriptions are just getting higher and higher way too fast. Um, And we can actually intervene and kind of slow that progression down. Um, And we do that through special glasses, contacts, um, eye drops, things like that. And then every patient that comes through our door also gets educated on vision correction if they're a candidate for it too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Now you guys are a really cool team all the way around. And we love working with Kugler. We love working with you. Glad to have you down last week. I hope you can come down to another event. I know, me too. And who would you have as your dumb really friend? Fun. If you played our game, who's your dumb friend? Who would you have as your dumb friend from your office? <laughs> who would I have? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd be the dumb friend. On <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It went really well. I still, I still, my favorite question was, what are the first three words of the Bible? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I didn't answer. know the answer to that. Yeah. And Malia, Malia seemed, she <laughs> so, was like, it was like top of time. mind once for her. Yeah, I was like, she spotted off once upon a time. It's like, uh-huh. what? And so like, confident. Yeah. yeah. And then she realized what she said. And, and then she tried to pass it off as it was a joke. And it's like, right. no, no, no. Uh, you said that way too fast. Yeah, it came out like, too quick. And the other one, the tr- what uh, tree do acorns come from? She's like, I don't know. I just like squirrels. Yes. <laughs> Just a little side note. Yeah, a little side note. I like squirrels. <laughs> that was well, great. Dr. Anderson, thank you so much for coming on with us today. We really appreciate the information and the update. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You got with it. That, we will have you again soon and look forward to seeing you out at Hellvar City Club. Sounds like a plan. Cool. See you. Uh, all right, thank you guys, you. text us, email us, um, hey at patentjt.com or uh, text us 402-403-9478. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Huda Media Production.